I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to the Round 22 edition of the Half-Backed Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Williams. Uh, good week coming off for the boys, not so much myself, just for something different, but uh, Sammy and Husey both delivering the goods for punters last week. Uh, the first one on the show this week is, of course, one of the sharpest minds in rugby league, former Canberra Raiders and St. George Illawarra Dragons playmaker, Sam Williams. Sam, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, boys, and hello to those loyal punters out there. Hope you keep following me in. Um, death, taxes, and my lock of the week. It's... Um, <laughs> It's a simple formula. Um, I just hope someone out there made a little bit of money. It's um, uh, it's been a good start. Sam, not only for the punters, but there. I know I got a mess, a lot of messages from loyal Supercoach followers who were looking at sitting Mike Acevo outside their team this week. They listened to the the halfback podcast and your chat on him, and then they end up playing him in their side. Two tries in the first eight minutes. My phone was going mad. Yeah, well, your little uh, super coach um, listeners need to go back to the drawing board because um, there's a lot of reasons why I should keep you. I'm just, you know, obviously we're not always going to be right, but um, there was a lot of pros and, uh, for him to be in there this week and he just, he delivered the big fella. The beauty of the podcast is we wrap our winners and don't mention anything about our losers. Also joining us is XTAB data analyst, currently head of sports at a sports entertainment company, James Hughes. Husey, how are you, mate? Good, mate. Good to see that I'm uh, chipping away at, at uh, Sammy a little bit there, but uh, you're still out in front well and truly. Mate, you had a belter of a week. We'll get to that very, very shortly on the show today. Recap of last week's results. We'll drop our lock, value and Hail Mary punts of the week. Go through tips for each game with Sam. Find out who he likes. More importantly, why he likes those tips in round 22. Round 21 recap, Sam. We touched on it, but... Uh, anytime try scorer Mike Acevo at a dollar ninety four was your lock. Two tries in the first eight minutes. You also called for him to score multiple tries. It wasn't a party of plays. Hughie just mentioned off air that he was actually on it for multiple tries. That was about five or six bucks. Uh, Sam, you hail Mary at thirty six dollars. You had Penasini, Sevo, Tui Pilotu, and Ruben Garrick. Anytime try scorers in that game. Uh, Brook Vahal Oval. All of them except Garrick, who went within a whisker. Mate, you would have been flying. Yeah, he broke my heart, Rubes. He, um, there was a little moment there where Saab went down the wing and kicked back on the inside and the ball just needed to pop up for him and he went straight past it. It, it, it did break my heart. But, yeah, look, it was um, a Hail Mary, so we can we can let it slide. But, yeah, awfully close, mate. Mm, thank Christ that didn't pay off, man. He's your link gone. Uh, that leaves your ROI at a very healthy 246% for the season. Husey, big week for you, mate. Uh Storm 13 plus Xavier Coates anytime try scorer. He came in and replaced Dean Yeremiah, which you touched on in your plays at two dollars five. 
Good start there. And your value play of the week, which I thought was a bit iffy at the time, but the Roosters 13 plus at $2.97. I mean, value is questionable at best, but uh, they did get home for you. So two out of your three, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know I'm not taking uh, value bet to the prices that Sam's throwing out there, but um, and yourself, Timmy. But uh, I think, you know, if I'm getting winners, that's the main thing. So, yeah, the Chooks by 13 plus, I was very happy as a Chooks fan as well. Exactly right, mate. Uh, your ROI is up to 50%, back in the green for punters, so good thing there. Uh, my punt of the week, another another great sad story. Injury watch, week one, Ravalawa, Pappenhausen week two, Crichton week three, Felt week four. Uh, all of those cost me multis. The latest addition to my uh, my casualty ward, my lock last week was Storm 13+. plus. Jerome Hughes, anytime try scorer. Jerome Hughes lasted all of 41 minutes, so... Uh, probably probably better than most weeks for the rest of my injured brigade. But uh, Hughesy, unfortunately, of uh, sorry, what's his name? Jerome Hughes, not James Hughes. Jerome Hughes is out again this week, which is a bugger for the Storm. But uh, yeah, no good. So nothing new there. The one benefit of going rubbish is that there's not too much problem calculating my ROI each week. Uh, the halfback special on Top Sport, believe it or not, is my play, but doesn't count in my ROI, so can't count it, not to worry. Cam Munster, Nico Hines, the Trell Mitchell to combine for 40 points at $4. That lobbed uh, after Munster and Latrell. They had 44 points between them within the first two games. So he ticked that off. Nico went to top it off with 12 points of his own. So between those three, 56 points, uh, as they say, absolutely shitted in. But hopefully a few people followed that one. Guys, we've had plenty of people sending through their wins. If you do have any success stories, post them in the comments and our socials and we can get around you on those ones. We are exclusively using Top Sport Markets, big fans of their value, especially their same game multi, comfortably the best in the industry where the odds actually add up. If you are going to follow us and choose to link up with them, use the special code SC Playbook. Uh, if you are, 18 plus only and gamble responsibly. Lads, let's get stuck into our round. What are we? Round 22 plays. Getting on in the season, aren't we? Uh, Sam, we'll start with you, mate. Your lock of the week, $50 on. Yeah, look, I've had a little bit of success with that left winger. Um... Trying to, trying to work out um, a game over the round where I feel um, one side might be targeted by an opposition, um, leaving a winger open to, to score that try, whether it's a difficult difficult one or an easy one. Uh, we all know wingers, you know, they're fantastic these days, the way they finish in the corner, but they also score plenty of easy ones as well. So I, I think sometimes it's more about what's done on the inside than, than, more, uh, than what's done on the outside. So... Uh, this week I've gone to the Raiders and the Dragons game, and I think Jordan Rapana will, will play on the left this week. Um, Albert Hopawate on the right, he's been playing well over there, and Jordan doesn't mind what wing he plays on. He's just happy to be out there, and to be honest, he doesn't spend a lot of time out there at the best of times anyway. So um, I actually think Jordan Rapana is my anytime try scorer as my lock. Um, last time the Raiders played the Dragons, it was horrible conditions. It was wet, it was windy. Um, and Hudson Young seemed to give a moan a, a, a few headaches throughout that game. Um, in dry conditions on a Sunday afternoon at, at a quick Canberra Stadium, I think uh, I think the Raiders might have a little bit of success going down that edge. Uh, once again, for the same reason about Ben Hunt being uh, a really good defender on the other edge. But I feel as though Jack Whiten is always going to command the football. Uh, they had a little bit of success with, with Hudson Young going through it through there on a couple of occasions last game. Um, so I've got no doubt that the Raiders would have looked at that. 
Um, Jack could still throw that loopy ball over the top to Rapana, um, and I think he'll score a try at some point in the day. Uh, sorry, mate, my touch on it. What odds do you get for Rapper? Uh, Rapper is he's at a dollar ninety seven to be an any time try scorer. Nice. So, Sam, if there's been a good footballer go through the nation's capital in the last fifteen years, they've probably lived with you at some point or another. Jordi Rapana is one of them, uh, and one of the best blokes on the planet, mate. He was. He would have been a bit of a rare unit to live with. Yeah, Jordi Rapana. He's uh, he's one of the best blokes in rugby league. He um, he's got a heart the size of Farlap. Um, you know, he's he's just a wonderful, wonderful human being. But he, um, the thing I love about him is he, he's just his own human being. He doesn't he doesn't care about what other people think. And um, yeah, he loves he loves Lord of the Rings. He loves um, <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones. He just he. He's his own person, but he's a um, you know he's a really really good bloke. And some people see the competitive nature that he that he plays with on the weekend, and and it can frustrate some people at times. Um, but yeah, look, I just I just love the bloke, and he, yeah, he, he lived with me for a little bit, and um, yeah, I was happy to see the end of him. Living with him is different to seeing. Him <laughs> day, but, uh, yeah, look, he's a he's a wonderful bloke, and um, and someone who's who's had a, it's an amazing story where he's come from and his journey to, to get to where he is today. So yeah, I hope the big fella can look after me this week. I remember the first time uh, that I went, went to your place and, and rapper was there. He took me into his room and we were talking a bit of Lord of the Rings and yeah, he had a, a Gandalf wizard staff in the corner of his room. He also had a map of Mordor above his bed, a massive one. And he was, he was into Game of Thrones at the time. We did just sort of come out. He goes, yeah, Mordor's about to be replaced by a map of Westeros. And I was just like, this is the best place in the world. <laughs> I think that, that same night, we were about 18 schooners deep and played Murder in the Dark at midnight. So uh, he's, a, he's a good man, Geordie. He's, 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 uh, he's still living in a 13-year-old kid's body, but he, um, <laughs> yeah, he's slowly but surely growing up. <laughs> uh, Hughes, your lock of the week, mate. My look of the week, guys, is the Roosters minus three and a half at a dollar eighty-five versus North Queensland. Um, second week in a row, uh, looking after the Roosters. Uh, in the numbers, I've got I've got Roosters a pretty solid favourite minus nine, which is interesting. Yes. Um, which is quite large, I know. Uh, if for for the punters out there, a minus three and a half is is generally a home ground advantage. So it's kind of – the bookies are basically saying that the Roosters in North Queensland are neck and neck, which, you know, off form you probably say is correct. Um, but I think now that the Roosters are, are flying um, off last week, they're getting the combinations right. I think maybe if they can get to Walker a touch more than last week, it looked like Kiri kind of dominated a lot. Um, that right edge could need a bit more love with Manu and – Manu down the right, but uh, yeah, I think the Roosters are firing, so taking them as my lock on the minus. Husey, on your lines and that home ground advantage, uh, so generally it, it contributes three and a half or negative three and a half. Is it impacted if, say, like you've got a you know a side like the Cowboys coming down from Townsville to Sydney as opposed to, say, maybe two, two Sydney sides playing against each other? I know there's suburban venues and there's more of the bigger stadiums. Does that come into it at all? Yeah, absolutely. So, in reality, we do um, do a factorization around what type of away team it is. So, you know, if North Queensland are coming down big travel, it's probably going to be a touch more than three and a half. Mm. Um, 
but in general rule of thumb is yeah it's about average is out at, at three and a half for a home ground advantage uh, but yeah like a Sydney derby is probably a little bit smaller than that especially if you had you know back in the SFS days where the Souths and Roosters were playing there all the time like that's probably only like a one and a half point maybe or mm-hmm. like one point so yeah very interesting. Uh, my lock of the week, $50 on <clears throat> targeting. Got a few bets around <clears throat> Sorry, around the, the Manly and Titans game on Sunday afternoon. Titans do have the home game and ground advantage there, but it is meant to be dry at this stage up on the Gold Coast. I think Manly are going to have way too much firepower for the Titans there. They, a few people sort of saying, oh, the Titans aren't getting this right or this right. I just don't think they've got the roster um, that's you know, I think it's a borderline NRL roster at the moment. They're, they're really struggling, and I can't see them defending or keeping Manly out too often in this one. So I'm going Manly, only giving away a six-and-a-half line there uh, into Jason Saab, anytime try scorer, at $2.72. Uh, it's a bit of a case of with my, my poor punting thus, for, thus far uh, since the podcast started. If you can't beat Sambo, just follow him. So I like Saab on that left edge with Kieran Four and the way he squares up the line and just creates that space for the blokes outside him. I think uh, Saab could have a field day in Jagafu here. Uh, that being said, Foz is in a little bit of doubt with a hammy concern. If he does get ruled out, I think it's going to flip over and DC is just going to see a stack of ball. So I'm going to change Saab to Tui Pilotto at $2.92. Obviously, that uh, that game's still a few, well, not until Sunday. This being recorded Thursday morning. So just accounting for that one. But uh, as long as Foz is good to go, we'll keep it at Saab. Sam, you're actually, before we go into that, um, because I run this show, I'm going to give myself another lock of the week, and if it loses, it doesn't really matter. Uh, it's one that I, it's one that I, one that I really wanted to put in, but uh, again, it's a TBC with injury. It's Viliami kick out anytime try scorer in tonight's game. Now he's been named on the extended bench for the Panthers at the moment. Uh, there's also a bit of you know talk that maybe Munster shifts back to fullback. A few question marks, but if Viliami kick out does come in, he's going to be running at a right edge of. Tom Eisenhuth, Cooper Johns, Marion Seve, and Xavier Coates. Uh, O'Sullivan loves playing short. Very rarely goes out the back. He often goes himself as well. So I think that edge could get absolutely decimated. So Viliami kick out anytime try at $3.20. Sam, your value of the week. Uh, yeah, just quickly on that one, Tim. You can have as many bets as you want because 0% is still going to be 0% even if you get them all wrong, mate. So you just keep plugging away there, mate. Well, I've got, I've got six Hail Mary plays to come this week. <laughs> Um, lock of the week. Uh, yeah, I've gone across the ditch. Um, New Zealand Warriors um, with the four point start at a dollar eighty. I've gone that. I just feel as though the Warriors. It's become it's that time of the season where it's it really is hard to get up for all your games when they're in the position that they are. Um, they've also spent a lot of time Australia in Australia and playing away from home and. I think they're really going to be up up for this game, and I know the Bulldogs are playing some some good football, but I've got no doubt in my mind that the rub of the green will go the Warriors' way over there. Uh, the Bulldogs, although they've showed some good form, I still think that that they're a long way off being a um, a really top consistent you know top eight team. So um, I just think that the Warriors, with a, with a four point start over there, they'll be they'll be up for it. They'll they'll try hard, and hopefully that's enough for them to be able to cover the line. The next one is I've gone with the Roosters to win as well over the Cowboys. I, I just think playing at home, um, I've said it for a number of weeks now that I'm sticking with some of these sides that have shown form over the last few years uh, and been at that 
you know, in that top end of the competition, and I think that they're still still improving. And uh, look, the Cowboys, I know they're playing some fantastic football. I, I really enjoy watching what they're doing at the moment, but I think the Roosters just have too much to play for. They're they're right on that edge of that eight, and and the Raiders are knocking, and I just don't know how um, they don't win this game, to be honest. So I've gone with the Jeez. Roosters, and then my third my third leg is yet yeah, Manly Seagulls to knock over the Titans. Dollar uh, forty seven, they are. I think that you mentioned it earlier about Kieran Four, and I, in the in the trying to make this podcast not boring as batshit, I didn't have <laughs> actually manly left edge this week. I think that bet is a really good one. Um, I think there's some real value around that. I think the way that Kieran Foran can skip across the back rower, which will be uh, David Fafita, and really sink into the line into that three man. I think that there's some real value around Saab maybe scoring multiple tries. The problem is Kieran Foran, I don't know if he's going to play. So I just couldn't couldn't put too much into that. But I think if for the punters out there, wait until the last minute. If he think if they they if he he's named in that final seventeen and he's looking good, I think there's going to be some real value around that manly edge. Um, Tim, you've got it in there. Mm. Um, I'm happy to see that, but I think that that's that's certainly some value there. Um, so hopefully he plays all up that multi um, using my top up token is uh, $4.50. So uh, Manly Seagulls, Warriors giving away the start and the Chooks to win. Yeah, nice, mate. Look, I think if you boys keep delivering winners, the punters won't care what they're listening to and how, how dry it gets each week. Sam, quick one on the Roosters. Um, the way I see them, they... It's a bit of a case of sort of too many chefs in the kitchen between uh, the halves in Kiri and Sammy Walker, who they're trying to get their balance right. We've spoken about them in previous weeks on the podcast. Teddy Chime in, who often comes in as a first receiver at times just because he loves getting his hands on the ball. You then have, have someone like a Connor Watson who comes in and gets involved as well. Victor Radley's a ball-playing lock. And then you have Joey Manu roaming around and, and trying to play as almost another fullback. How do you see that? Because... There's moments where they've they've put it together and they get their balance right between all these players moving around the field, and it's lethal. But there's obviously times where they step on each other's toes. How do you see that, particularly the spine and Joey getting involved there, panning out in the rest of the season? Is it enough that they can get it right come finals time and shake it up, or, or is there too much going on? Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, I think that they've got a an excellent coach there in Trent Robinson. I think he's done a really good job for a number of years now. And, and this is it's certainly something that they've got to try and work out and try and nail down. The one thing about that is a really good headache to have. It's Some teams are trying to piece together who they go to or, or not going to one person too much. The Roosters certainly have firepower across the board, but I'm going to back them to, to be able to work it out. And, and there's some really good football brains amongst them, amongst them players you've just named. And I think the one thing about this side is it's you've got to be careful that um, you don't have individuals trying to play for themselves. And I, and I don't see that in those players that you've named. I think that they're all genuinely trying to do the best for the team and mm. they don't really mind about the, the role that they play. It's just about trying to find that balance, as you mentioned. And yeah, Robinson will be looking at that. But look, you, you, you've named blokes like Tedesco and Kiri and they know how to win big games and they know what it takes. So I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm staying strong with that side, and I think that they still can cause some danger at uh, the back end of this competition. Angus Crichton scored a try on the weekend, and Joey Marner came over from his edge, and he was swinging out the back of him. 
Uh, right, not not far off him was also James Tedesco sweeping. I think they end up playing short to Crichton. Like as a defensive uh, edge, just absolutely terrifying. So if they can get it right, it's going to be an absolute joy to watch for footy fans, I think. Uh, Husey, your value of the week. Uh, my value of the week, I'm going for an unusual margin bet. I'm going to go Cronulla 13 to win by 13 to 24 points at $3.35 with my top-up token. Very good. Um, reasons being, um, I think, you know, margin-wise, margin, margin wise, I've got the market should be around minus 16.5 to Cronulla, but it's actually minus 13.5, so I'm sitting right in that sweet spot of 13 to 24-point win. Um, you know, the Tigers are decimated, as we all know and have talked about previously. You know, Dewey's come out in the week saying he wish he went to Melbourne. Uh, I yeah, I think the Tigers aren't doing too well. Um, but in saying that, Cronulla have Kennedy out and Moylan out uh, at the moment. So I'm hoping to just hit that sweet spot with an interesting little margin. <clears throat> Love it, mate. Uh, my value of the week, similar to... Uh, the first bet, so I won't go on about too much, but uh, I said I'm going heavy on that Manly game. Value bet of the week, $30, same game multi. It's Manly to beat the Titans. Ruben Garrick, anytime try scorer, had a few weeks without one. I think he's very much due, and I think his odds are starting to reflect that a little bit with a few weeks without a try. Uh, and Daly Cherry Evans also to get across the stripe. I, I think that six and a half line is, is very, very short for this one, and I think Manly can put plenty on. So that's paying $9.35. Sam, your Hail Mary. Yeah, look, I've I've gone back to a um, the multiple try scorers market. I, I've gone with the Cronulla and the West Tigers game, and I've gone with Cronulla. So in saying that, I, I believe that Cronulla is going to win, and they're going to win well. Uh, I've gone with Ro- Ronaldo Mortalo to score score any time, Lockie Miller to score any time, Talakai to score any time, and Hines to score at any time at twenty six dollars. I feel like Cronulla are probably. Uh, they're just waiting for that real, real big um, score, and I think this week it could be it. The Tigers there for a couple of weeks. They they put in a showing, and they were thereabouts, or they won the odd game. And for some reason, everyone thought that they were going to be a top eight team, and that they turned the corner. But it just doesn't happen overnight. And the Sharks have shown some some times throughout this year that they're prepared to use the ball and re- really prepared to throw throw it around and score some points. And I just feel that this week that. This could be a real breakout for them in terms of a big score. Uh, I really like the way they're moving the football and the way and the direction that the club's heading. They've surprised me this year. I didn't think that they were going to go as well as the, what they have, but I'll tell you what, they've done a fantastic job. And yeah, Look, the, the, the club themselves will be really happy with where they are and confidence breeds points. So that's where I've gone this week. Love it, mate. Going hard on the Sharkies. Sam, Nico Hines was one at the start of the season where I sort of suspected making that move from fullback uh, into the halves. I'm like, I'm very against personally putting two five eights uh, in a side in the halves because I just don't think it works. I think without a proper game managing half, I've never seen it work before, to be honest. Uh, Nico Hines has turned into a really complete organising halfback in a very short period of time. Obviously, a little bit of experience in juniors. Uh, has he taken you by surprise, mate? And, and what what makes Nico so special? Yeah, look, I've, I'm the first person to wrap myself on this podcast every time I get these. Um, <laughs> right, so I've got to put my hand up and say I got this one one wrong with Nico Hines. I was a little bit surprised at, at the money that they paid for him at the time to come from Melbourne. I thought that the Melbourne system 
Uh, and what he was doing down there was going to be very hard to translate going across to the Sharks in a side that probably wasn't attacking that well over the last few years at times. He's been brilliant. He's been, a, um, to me, up there with Chad Townsend as, as the buyers of the season. He, he's just done wonders for this attack. And the thing I like about him, he's just a genuine footballer. He'll see what he, see what is evolving in front of him. He'll play to that. He knows his strengths. He doesn't overdo things that he doesn't do so well, but he's just got this wonderful movement across the across the field that he just glides. And he, I really enjoy the way he sums up situations. He's not not afraid to run the ball, uh, and I just think that what he's done there has been a real credit to himself. In um, and, and probably on the back of some of those hard middle forwards, you know, the, the the Cronulla management would be very happy with what they've done this year. Yeah, very good. Uh, Hughesy, your Hail Mary. Uh, well, my Hail Mary, I've been copying a bit of stick from both of you boys about not having enough price value <laughs> in, in any of my bets. So today I'm going for a $55 shot. <laughs> yeah. You go, you go, are you uh, cool? <laughs> something's wrong, something's wrong. But my premise around this one is the Broncos and Knights game, uh, the left edge attack of the Knights, I think is really strong. We had Tawala score a double last week against the Tigers. I want to actually do a, a real interesting bet where I'm going to take Tawala anytime try scorer into Bradman best anytime try scorer. So two tries down that left edge, but Brisbane still win one to 12. So that's where I'm getting my price value is having Jeez. the Broncos on there. So Broncos are still going to win, but Tawala left edge and Bradman best left edge try scorers at any time during the game. I like it, mate. Yeah, funky little one, but, mate, uh, very good. My Hail Mary is Jesse Ramian, our three anytime try scorers, Jesse Ramian won. Matty Moylan being out on the left for the Sharkies, I think means Nico Hines will see a stack of ball uh, on the right there on Ramian's edge. So we've got Ramian there. Second leg of that multi is Ezra Mam to score a try as well. Quite good value there. I think Hughie going against you a little bit there, but I think the Broncos uh, off the back of two really disappointing losses at home at Suncorp. Uh, you know they're, they're sort of on the down downward slide a little bit, but Newcastle far from convincing despite getting a win over the Tigers last week. I think uh, a lot of Mam's getting a surprising amount of attacking ball, so I, I think Mam can cross over for that one. And then the last one is going with Hudson Young, anytime try scorer. Again, following Sam a little bit on that one. Uh, and again, one of his older plays in, in going at Talatau and Moan. We actually saw Braden Trindle go through a Moan on the weekend quite softly. I think Hutto Young, the form he's in, I think he's a massive chance off the back of a Jackie White and short ball to go through a Moan with a bit of luck there. So that's paying $23. Guys, the Halfback Podcast is brought to you by Pat and George from Mortgage Choice SCW. The boys are experts in all types of home, commercial, and car loans. So whether you're a local or living in a state and looking to purchase your first ever home or chase the lowest rate for your refinance, give them a call on 02-9521-1611 today. Alternatively, flick them a message on Instagram at Pat and George Mortgage Choice and mention SC Playbook for your free tailored expert advice session. Uh, good stuff from the lads there. Sam, let's get stuck into NRL Round 22 tips from you, and we'll start with tonight's game, and it is the Panthers versus the Storm out in Penrith. Uh, a few players out from both sides here, so a bit of a tricky one. Penrith are the favourite. Who do you like? Yeah, look, two of, the, two of the sides that I'm still sticking by to be there on grand final day, I was 
sideline there last week with the ABC Radio. Um, I got to have a really good close look of, at Penrith, and gee, I was impressed by them. And I know they've been good for a long time now, but the way that team defended, to defence is an attitude. And look, it, you know, we all talk about their attacking, and when you don't have these Cleary and Luai's and all these sort of players, but defensively, geez, they were really good. Um, I, was, I was really impressed with them. Uh, look, I'm. I still love the Storm and I still think quality will come out at the back end of the season. But Penrith at home, just the systems and the players they're bringing through, they're a, they're a, they're a real club on the rise. Oh, I shouldn't say on the rise because they've been there for a little <laughs> while. But um, just the, across their whole club at the moment, they've just got so much depth and, and so much quality. And look, I just think they're too good at home. Friday at 6pm, Warriors versus Bulldogs. Sam, you mentioned uh, it's over at Mount Smart Stadium in Auckland. You mentioned you like the Warriors to win this one. Uh, they are outsiders in the betting. Do you like them as, as straight wins over the Dogs? Uh, look, I, there's one match each week that I usually don't set my watch to, and this is probably it. The Warriors and Dogs in a great place to bet on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like hey, all good punters. Hypocrite. Warriors and Dogs. <laughs> Honestly, this could be an absolute diabolical game in those conditions over there because it does get quite wet. Um, Warriors at home, like I mentioned earlier, I think um, they're going to be up for it. I'm going to go with the Warriors. Dogs could make me look silly, but look, I just think the Warriors, there's a little bit of value there at $2.45. So I'll be playing around that. And as uh, as we know, we're here to make money. So $2.45 Warriors. I've gone with the line, but yep, that's where I'm at. Really, really interesting game. Friday night at 7.55pm. Keen for your thoughts on this one. Parramatta versus the Rabbitohs. Parramatta, pretty, like, relatively heavy outsiders, despite being at home at Combank Stadium. Who do you like here? And this is the opposite to that previous game. What a ripper. Uh, Eels and Rabbits, two sides who can certainly score points. Combank Stadium, there'll be a good crowd in there. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this one. Uh, look, the Eels, the Eels have um, they've looked really good, I think, at times over the last month of football. Uh, we mentioned earlier about Mike Acevo scoring tries in that left edge. Well, the Rabbitohs' left edge, once again, been proven for a long time now. And uh, I think it's going to be a, a really interesting game because both sides at times have put their hand up to be, you know, they believe premiership contenders and be up there and match the big teams at the right end of the season. And I think we're going to find out a hell of a lot between these two sides. Um, I'm happy to play the outside with the Eels at $2.35. I think that they uh, they know that conditions at Combank so well. It is it is a little bit different to some other venues. It's a quite a greasy, greasy top and the, the grass is quite short. So it is a little bit different to some surfaces out there. Um, I just think there's a little bit of value around that in what's going to be a brilliant game. Going to be a ripping game. Husey, what do your lines have for that game? Because I, I thought Para at the value there looked a pretty good play. Yeah, I've got it really close to the market, actually. I've got three and a half start for South. So a little bit of a tight lean towards Parramatta. You know, with Mitch Moses out worth probably about three points, you would probably expect Parra to be favourites in this game if he was playing. Yep. Uh, Saturday, 3pm, Roosters versus Cowboys at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Sam, you've already touched on that you like the Roosters in that one. Saturday, 5.30pm, Scully Park out in Tamworth, footy out in the country. How good. Tigers and Sharkies. Uh, Sam, Sharky's pretty comfortable in this one? Yeah, I've gone with that. Yep, I think it'll be a um, hopefully a nice dry, fast surface and yeah, for the reasons mentioned earlier. Broncos v Knights, 7.35pm Saturday at Suncorp Stadium. 
Uh, Sam, do the Bronx arrest their slide here, or how do you see this one panning out? Yeah, I think they probably win the game. I'm not so sure that the the gap probably should be what it is, um, but I do like them. I think they've they've got a bit of a point to prove, and they've got a bit of a run into the finals now, where they've got to start finding some some real form to be able to match these these top sides at the right end of the season. So it's a big game for them at home and. Uh, those night games in Brisbane, they're, they're a very difficult place to play at the best of times. So the Broncos will win that one, I think, though. Sam, your Raiders, 2 p.m. Sunday at Geo Stadium in Canberra against the Dragons. Who do you like here? I thought the last game that the, the Raiders and the Dragons played, uh, I think that I, I still don't know how the Dragons hung on and won that game. It was, you know, Ben Hunt was exceptional in, a, in torrid conditions. Um, I think this week, uh, 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon at Canberra, uh, it'll be one of those games where the Raiders will be able to use the football a bit more. And I think when they're humming, um, certainly Jack White, and um, I think Jamal Foldy will run the football a bit this week and he, he can cause some dangers around his running game, which has been nullified a little bit over the last couple of weeks. So I think that the Raiders will win this game. Uh, I don't know if the Dragons can keep... Um, Keep relying on Ben Hunt like they have been and expect to stay in games. Um, so I'm going the Raiders. Nice, mate. Uh, I'll potentially be out of this one at GIO Stadium. So as usual, if you do run into me and happen to recognise me and you've been following my tips, feel free to punch me in the face. Titans versus Seagulls, Seabus Super Stadium on the Gold Coast. Sunday afternoon to wrap it up. Sam, who do you like here? Is it going to be a manly whitewash or do you see the Titans showing a bit of ticker at home? Yeah, look, I've gone with manly. I think that that there's uh, there's enough quality there um, to knock off the Titans. The big one, as we said earlier, was Kieran Foran. and I think he's I think he's so valuable to that side. Uh, I really really do think that Manly are going to miss him immensely next year. I know they're playing without Tommy Turbo at the moment, so uh, that probably um, nullifies you know, the, the loss and, and probably still adds a bit more. I'm, I'm not saying that they're the same player, but I think Kieran Foran is so underrated for that Manly side. And there was a couple of years ago when he was at Parramatta and he had his injuries and, and there was te- people questioning him. And I just think he's such an important cog in this Manly side. So I am going Manly. I am banking on him playing and uh, I think they'll be too good for the Titans. The SC Playbook, oh, it's actually the half-back special uh, on topsport.com.au last week, uh, $4, the, uh, the special paid, getting up for punters there. This week, we've gone with Ruben Garrick to score 16 points against the Titans up there uh, at $5, so decent value there once again. Uh, if the Titans get up and win this game and keep Manly to about 10 points, my punts are going to be in all sorts. Uh, if you are keen to follow us along and choose to link up with Top Sport, use the special code SC Playbook, 18 plus only. Gamble responsibly. Sam, let's wrap that one up for this week. Thank you very much, as always. Yeah, good on you, boys, and good luck to the punters out there. Hopefully, we can take some money off these uh, these bookies. Thanks, Yuzi, and hopefully, you can keep up your hot form. Yeah, looking forward to it, boys. Thanks again. Always a pleasure. Cheers, guys. Thanks for tuning in. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.